and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. All right. Welcome once again to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I am Rich Conroy with me, as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? I'm slightly concerned. You're wearing a red shirt today. Um, I don't know if you'll make it to the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Star Trek. I'm, not, I'm just I'm, I've been conditioned by television. <laughs> I've been conditioned by television. The <laughs> red shirt die. That's right. If don't look behind saw, that big rock is what I'm saying. You actually saw the percentages. <laughs> the red shirts actually live because there's so many of them. Oh. It's the gold shirts that by percentage die more often okay. because well, there's not that many of them. They're security guys. You expect those guys to die. Like, <laughs> I'm just the red shirt guys are just like, okay, I'll go. Ensign, go behind that big rock and check out. Don't care. Yeah, that's all. That's no good. Oh. Well, guys, it's post-Thanksgiving. Yes. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving and ate a lot. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. I yes. did. I did. I ate too much and still feeling the effects, which yeah. is good. I'm not quite in that show. I didn't, I didn't go... Berserk. Oh, I went berserk. <laughs> I always go berserk. That's besides mine. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? No. My wife had said she was going to buy us a brand new iPad Black Friday. Black Friday comes. I'm going to get it Cyber Monday. Okay. So I told her this morning, you better have it by the time I get home tomorrow. <laughs> I really or want I'm it. I'm going to get it myself. That's right. Well, you're going to have to order it online. You know what? I can go to Costco and get it. Cyber Monday, baby. That's where the deals are. There was one at Best Buy for $250. Yeah, I know Best Buy had them too. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to just spread out the spread out the weekend as much as, as possible. As much as they can, and I get it. I understand it, but I want the damn darn iPad it's now. Fine. Mine I is understand. at the point where I can there's parts of the screen that just don't work. Oh good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. You have to turn things to play games and oh it's fun. Check your well, ears are turning around. Yours is what, a generation one? Two. It's the first of the twos. When yeah, Adele's 21 came out, however many years ago that is. I don't know. <laughs> that was the first thing I bought on it. So, oh. Yeah. <coughs> okay, cool. I did not realize that. Yes. Well, anyway, guys, uh, here's two more episodes of Ultraman Rubu. This is episode six. Longtime enemy, the finisher fist of elder sister. And on the one I saw, it's an old enemy, exclamation point. No, but I forgot that. Big yeah. sister's finishing move, oh, exclamation that's, point. That's a little and, bit more of a smoother. Yeah. S- smoother translation. Yeah, I didn't, whatever you said, I was like, that doesn't really Longtime enemy, exclamation point, <laughs> the finisher fist of elder sister. Now, nah, big sister's finishing move. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I don't mind your long-time enemy. That's fine. But Big Sister's finishing move sounds just yeah. more oomph. The finisher fist of Elder Sister sounds quite it's a little eldritch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's our quick summary. Uh, Kasumi and Isami Minato get surprised at the reunion with a girl, Karu Komaki, who looked after them in the, their childhood. But a monster suddenly appears and takes her away. Yes. Wow, that is that is indeed. That's a super a brief, brief summary because you missed the whole story. <laughs> I know. I know. It's great. Like, and, I mean, the show opens up. The Ultras are fighting Gamora. Mecha Gamora. Mecha Gamora. Well, pardon me. 
and Eisen is now watching and controlling the monster. So now you know he is the bad guy. He knows yeah, who if, the if you were. If you weren't sure, this solidifies know, it for you. Yeah, if you had had traumatic football injuries and were a little bit slower <laughs> and just really weren't sure uh, by following the very simple plot where it was really laid out for you. Yeah, yeah. But now, yes. Now you know for sure. Yeah. And then they say that this Kwamu, or Kamu, whatever her name is, is an old police officer oh, yeah. that used to look out for the brothers and, you know, chase them around and tell them how to do things right and all that kind of stuff. Right. And she was... And it made you think that she beat them because they were, like, laying there like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they, they give all kinds of backstory for her and for the brothers. And you're sitting there going... Okay, I understand backstory. I get it. I get you're trying to fill time in this stupid show. I get it. I don't want to watch it anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you, you, when she comes back and it's been five years, four years, four it's years, every four years, every once every one day, every four years. Sure. Because because why not? Yeah, no one needs to visit for more than that, especially if you're a rock, paper, scissor champion. Oh, yeah, by the way, they're rock, paper, scissor players. That's that's basically the idea, is that she travels around the world playing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, because she is the champion. And I, I'm watching them playing rock, paper, scissors. Okay, fine. I understand she can beat them. Okay, fine. But then there's something where she makes them look, oh, yeah. and that's how she beats them. Yeah. Oh, I made I, you look. That's a, that's a, I guess, maybe an addition... That I don't know about. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm right by you. We go like, oh, okay. Exactly. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, okay. Maybe that's the additional humiliation of, ah, paper covers rock over there. What? Ah! Exactly. Like. exactly. <sighs> well, it's like that, that game that people play where they bunch their fingers up. Yeah. And they make you look over here, over here, whatever. And, like, they, that was real big in my, in where I work for about a Five year. Minutes. No, about a year. a year. Really? Yeah, well, we have a lot of young kids working in our oh, place, okay. too, so. Oh, okay. Fair enough. They're like, Rich! And I'm like, what? What are you doing? What's that thing? Because like, I'm, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Right, right. I'm like, what? 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 And they're laughing. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you do? So, no, we got you. I'm like, you didn't get me because I don't know what it is. What game are we playing? Yeah. Playing the game, then I know the rules. And then so I'm like, like, all right, here's oh. the game. And then they show me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 20. He said he's not playing. We're not going to play, guys. Come on. Well, that's the, like I said, the one bad thing about my job is we don't have any 20-year-olds. Right. Period. Right. We, don't have, we barely have 30-year-olds right. anymore. Right. We're all old. That's right. And it don't get any easier getting older. No. you got to have got to get some young blood in there so you can crawl in a manhole. Yeah, they're not hiring anybody. Here's a question. Go ahead. Are they going to hire, or, or are you, uh, do you still have to use the manholes for the... Fiber optics and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's a law in Manhattan that you can't have stuff on poles. There is one pole in Manhattan in the middle of a park, and everything else is underground. Oh. And for a very short while, down around Ground Zero after 9-11, there were two poles in a backyard that had a cable between them and nothing else anywhere attached to them because they were planning on building... There was a whole new development, and they were planning on building around that new development with the two poles and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then they realized, oh, yeah, we put poles up. Nobody can climb them because we're not trained in pole climbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's 
handles. I was man. I used to see those when I was a kid, and I'd be like, I want to get on that. No, I never had the desire. Never wanted. And I don't like heights, <laughs> but I just thought the concept of like Climbing that there's pole. something that a kid can't reach because they're too high. Yep. And they're purposely put there. And they're purposely put there. Yep. What mysteries could be at the top of that <laughs> pole? Well, electrocution. That's that's a big that's mystery. mystery there. <laughs> And people's phone lines, mystery too. Yeah, and cable. <laughs> exactly. You can always steal cable. I don't recommend you steal cable, but yeah, you bar, can always steal bar. cable. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so, Mechamore is first seen fighting with Ultraman Russell and Blue. He's basically testing their skills and teamwork. Right. And uh, the robot manages to get a few hits and dodge some attacks, but he was quickly overwhelmed by their teamwork. Well, not only was he quickly overwhelmed, Eisen made him go away. Yeah, because he was getting overwhelmed. He was starting to become overwhelmed, and Eisen said, you know what, I'm done, disappear. And what the good thing was is he disappeared as, and I'm going to get a mixed up so it doesn't matter, one of the brothers punches, misses the monster that's not there, and, and sucks the, the other, other one. one. Yeah. And I thought, well, there's a comic that, relief yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this, these two episodes have a lot. Oh, my God. Now... Again, I understand the transformations, but we're still at full, dead on. I oh my God! Time it, but transformation. You know what? You know how you notice that they're faster though. Do tell. Is the speed at which everything moves until they have to say something? True. True. So it's like Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is that. They have to say the words. Yeah, so like everything else moves super fast now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they're cranking everything they're cranking out. through it, but the words. Except that they're, they're, they're like toggling the speed. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we'll get to it on the next one. But the, the link you sent me on 7 had all the commercials as well. Yes. The Japanese commercials. Yes. Every single commercial is for Ultraman stuff. There's that is Ultra the way Man. to do it. <laughs> buy this toy, buy this card, buy that toy, buy that card, buy these crystals, buy that. And you see yep. going, wow. That's what we call a marketing juggernaut, kids. I guess. Holy cow. <laughs> well, it just shows you that Bandai sponsors that program. Oh, absolutely. That half hour of programming is mine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, having not seen the Japanese commercials, I yeah. didn't know how bad it really was. Now, seeing them even just the once, oh my God, yeah. this is I so thought it was really, cool. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't cool, but this is a sales toy commercial. Oh, yeah. If you don't think this half hour is a toy sales commercial, oh, you yeah. ain't paying attention. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, then the, the kaiju crystal was picked up by the little hovercraft thingy. Right, right. Uh, Mechagamora does appear later as Makoto runs, uh, runs into the two brothers' childhood rival, um, and then Kaoru Kamake. Right, and they start to fight the monster, and it's not moving. Right. And you're trying to figure out why not. And then they kind of show you that Koma is actually in a coma, Inside the yeah. is that coma. What is it? Karu. Karu. I, I tried <laughs> to write it down three different times. Every time I'm trying to write it down, there's an R here, there's an M there. Come in, come on! Alright. Make it easy for me. I gotta pause because my nose is running. I'll be right back. Okay. How do I pause this? That's a I good question, see. actually. I think that's cool. to restart. Yes. That's important, so we're not just important. talking at each other. 
you know, like a conversation. Like a conversation. <laughs> well, um, but then it, when, when, whatever her name is, when she wakes up, she starts attacking the ultras. This is going to be a problem because she's in the next episode. I know episode she's in the next too. episode. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> Just give me time. She attacks the brothers, and luckily, what's right behind them? A refinery. And how, buddy? Get to blow up. And how. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the two brothers transform in their ultra forms when uh, when the Mecha first appears, and uh, they, they again, they find out that she's in there, and uh, where is the... Now, of course, I've lost my place on this thing. Um... They they want to they want to fight it, but they're like, oh, what are we gonna do? We're gonna hurt Karu. Um, but she encourages the brothers to keep fighting by telling them important lessons they've learned from their childhood. Right, right. And she goes back. Oh, by the way, Go ahead. speaking of their childhood. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you love the fact that <laughs> two that kids little... climbing up an extension ladder by themselves? That... Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> That little Karu has a friggin' burgundy jacket on. Yeah. Just so you know who it is. Like that's <laughs> just in case you couldn't tell which one was yeah. which. This is my weird brother. He always has a burgundy jacket on. <laughs> Ever since we were kids. Burgundy, burgundy, burgundy. Uh, kids crazy for the burgundy. But yeah, kids putting up an extension ladder is the first thing I thought. I'm like, yeah, they're not that strong to carry that thing. Yeah. Not strong enough to lift it. But yeah, it's accidentally left there. Sure. How many times have you seen a ladder just left somewhere? Never. Really? Not often without somebody somewhere near it. There's, I don't know, man. I see ladders all over the damn place. Okay. Like, just... Random ladders. Yeah, like I've gone through alleys in town and there's been ladders left. Okay. Just either, either out or up. And you're like, where's the guy? Well, I could imagine that the guy would be on the other side, but I mean... Now, yeah. granted, you're hoping he's on the roof, because you're like, if I take this down, I'm going to strand this poor jerk on top yeah, of this. Yeah, It would not be good. I yeah. mean, I know when I put... I have to put my Christmas lights up today, and that's going to be fun. Well, I mean... It, yeah, buy a condio, so why not? Yeah, do it every year. It's not a big deal. But now the problem is I actually have to move the van somehow. Oh, not good. Uh, oh, speaking of which, I have somebody who might be able to do your brakes. It's at the point where I can't move the thing anymore. That's right. It think, doesn't start. Think, oh, it doesn't start now? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's oh. going to take some serious work to get back up to snuff now. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah meanwhile. Back to the ranch. <laughs> um, so he's got the Mega Finger Missiles. Yeah. Uh, Gamora does. Well, they're not finger missiles. He actually shoots out his whole... Whole hand. Hand. And they have chains on them. So Which that's is pretty really rad. Yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for... I like that. I am always down for the fire fists. Yes. Always. Yes. And then he tried using the blue sluggers. Uh -huh. Don't do anything. Right. And then he gets the Ultra 7 crystal and uses the 7 slugger to defeat Mecha Gamora. Right. They trap Mecha Gamora in a splash bomb. Right. At one point. And then Korra is trapped in a sphere somehow. Yeah, inside of the inside of the monster. Right. And then end of episode Oh by the way, it's a two part. Oh, Kyra was saved at the last minute by Rosa's wind bubble. Oh, is that what go. it was? Yes. Wind bubble? Yeah. Okay, I was wasn't exactly sure what it was. That sounds like a polite term for passing gas. Yeah, exactly. I just let a wind bubble go. <laughs> <laughs> Good show, little chap. Pip pip. 
So, uh, and of course, uh, Mechagomar's Kaiju Crystal was returned once again. Right, right. So, uh, what did you think of this one? <sighs> okay. Okay. The next one is Bucknuts. Yeah. The next one. But I mean, we got the crystal, which is the Ultra 7 crystal. And they can use the eye slugger. So yep. that way, at least you understand what you just saw, just right, in case right. you missed it somehow. You know, they, they give you enough reference that you know right. what you're watching. Oy. Right, right, right. But like I said, the, the next episode that we're just about to do, oh my God, <laughs> is it nuts. This episode wasn't bad, but not as crazy as the next one. Yeah, I like this episode, but uh, I also like the, the like the fact that it's it's a good setup for um, the two brothers being um, important teamwork, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I can see that. And... Uh, yeah, I, think, I, I thought it was overall a good episode. It's, okay. it's definitely in the definitely in the positives. Now we're gonna do our Mecha Gamora monster minute here. He's four to four meters tall, twenty two thousand tons. I, I find that funny that he's only twenty two thousand tons. That is a little light for a normal monster. Perhaps he's an alloy. Okay, fair okay. enough. Got to pick the boys up. Today. No, no, not yet. Okay, not yet. Just got to move on. All right, and. Uh, yeah, basically nothing much different than your average uh, Gamora or Mecha Gamora that we've seen. Yeah, I mean he's been around a number of times. Yeah, when I know who he is. Right, right, right. <laughs> Mecha Gamora was previously seen in. Uh, gosh, it doesn't say the previous one. But he first appeared in Ultra Galaxy Legend, Gaiden, Ultraman Zero versus Darklops Zero. So there you okay. go. Oh, and I forgot to say that this episode originally aired. Oh, sorry. That's okay. 8-11 of 2018. Uh, written by Toshizo Nemoto and Ryoichi Ichino is the director. Okay. All right. Now we're coming up to the next episode, which is called Disqualified Hero. Yeah, Hero Disqualifications. Yeah. Okay. All right, and we'll be back right after this. Now we're back with the next episode, episode seven. Hero disqualification. Yes. Um, what do we got here? Air well, date, 818. Oh, yep, sorry. And That's all right. Director. It's, oh, it's my anniversary. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Uh, Ryuichi Chino, same director. Okay. Uh, the Ultraman, uh, Ultraman Blue uh, gets scared, to, uh, becomes, Isami, uh, Realizes he can't transform into Ultraman Blue after experiencing near death of a civilian. After knowing this, Kasumi decides to face the enemy alone. Will he be able to recover? We'll see. Yes, that's crazy. But that that's the one thing. I mean, they give a nice little recap of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fine. With Which that. is important because that's... Well, you need to know what happened just in case you missed a week because it can happen. That's right. And, you know, you forget, because those, those of us that are old forget, they say. That's right. <laughs> and Asami realizes he can't become the Ultra because he chopped the Mecha Gamora with his axe, and he thought he hurt his, his old, old friend, his old mentor, right. whatever. <sighs> and then, as they're arguing... They see Grigio appear. Yes. And Katsu 
Well, that Grigio appears because they're everybody's supposed to go on TV. Oh, right, right, right. They're in the, the shop. Yeah, and then uh, Isami's supposed to be back there. And then Grigio appears and he's like, ah, I'll take care of it in no, no time at all. Ten, Ten seconds, seconds, buddy. No problem. <sighs> so then, um, suddenly, uh, it doesn't work. Right. And you're trying to figure out why and how. Right. And, and he, then, because... And right as he's about to get roasted, here comes Rosso. And not just that... But because this is the one that they actually show in Japan, right. we got to see commercials, commercials that's right. for Ultracon right. and Rubu Toys and these are some other ultra stuff you can buy. All the 500 yen figures. All of the figures and all of the coins and all of the cards. And I, I like I said earlier, I didn't realize how much you this was. You can feel your wallet shake show. while you Oh, watch yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like... You know, if I was in Japan, some of this stuff might be in my house. I'm not in Japan, so it's going to cost me more to get it shipped than it would to buy it. Eh, not necessarily. Um, like I said, you see the you see the uh, 500 yen figures on Amazon. Some of them are like eight, nine dollars. That's not terrible. No, that's. I don't know how they're making money on it. That's my thing. Well, they ship a whole buttload of them all. At once. Yeah, I guess, but still, if they're I, I, yeah, all right. If you're buying them, at, you got to be buying them at some wholesale, like two hundred fifty yen or something, yeah. three hundred yen. Yeah. Because with shipping, I can't imagine that being that cheap. Well, it's just going to be an. It's a golden age, Patrick. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. What would I think? <laughs> God, I would. When I was collecting this stuff, it was I had to wait for my friend to come over from Japan uh. with stuff. I got like you. twice a year at conventions. Right. right. And okay. he would sell it very inexpensively. Right, and he'd still make a profit, and then you'd get it, and you'd make a profit. No, no, this was for me. Oh, okay. These okay. were these were Rich's toys. Okay. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, you know. But uh yeah, I remember he would apologize that things weren't cheap enough. He'd be like, sorry, I can't go any cheaper on this. And I'm like, this is already like $45 less than anybody else in the room is yeah. <laughs> trying to sell it for. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. I can't. If He's selling it for less than everybody else because he knows you want it. No, he's selling it because, like, look, I buy it. It goes in a crate. I come here. I, I fly here. I bring, I'm allowed to bring three crates for my ticket. Right. They're jam-packed. That's all he brings. It's just the three crates. Just three to crates, sell. Just to sell. The crates are from the airport, so they get reused. He doesn't fly back with anything, unless that's somebody right. asks him for something. Right, 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 right. But yeah, that's it. Like, and he can make a living doing that. God bless him. Well, he's got a store in Japan too. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. I see, I see. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, yeah, listen, if he can fly back and forth just with the money he's making off the toys, God bless him. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, um, so they get in a fight. They get in an argument. Uh, so it's basically Ultraman Rosso arguing with Isami. Yeah, and they try to show the size difference. Yeah. And this is where this time, and usually it works very well, this time it didn't work at all. And I don't. I liked it. I, I it don't know what it was. It just didn't look right to me. And I'm okay. not saying it's perfect, but it didn't work well for me. And it was out there honking up a storm. <laughs> and I know I'm supposed to vamp. Not good at why though. That's the problem. It's probably all of a sudden I'm super. My new deodorant. Could be. Yeah, I might have to cut out on the deodorant next time. I'll we'll try to figure out what's going on. 
<coughs> but now Isami is sitting there trying to figure out how the transformer works and he's pulling on the thing. Right. It's not doing anything. And you wonder how they got the thing to not even spin because you got to figure just pulling it is going to get the thing yeah. to spin. It might not light up because there's no batteries, but it's still going to spin. Yeah, maybe they have it. Maybe they have that one purposely broken. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I we forgot to mention that their sister when uh, engaged in the rock paper scissors. Oh yeah. Okay. They, uh, she went happy, and they were like, "Car was like, how is that? <laughs> how am I supposed to fight that? You're not. You're not. I don't fight." Okay. okay. Yeah, sure. So then uh, they go to uh, Grigio's trying to get him to fight. He's like, just hold on one second. Grigio's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'm, I, I'm not. I'm supposed to wait for you right. to fight me. I'm and not then, just supposed to fight right away. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then he again tries to get him to fight, and uh, Rosa sort of pushes him away, and Grigio just slaps him yeah. across the face. <laughs> yes. Just with a big spinning slap. <laughs> I was like, this is glorious. Yes. Oh I mean, my they did God, I love this show. A lot of slapstick in this episode. That I did like. Oh, I love this show so much. Oh. But then as the two of them, after he fights Rizzo, as they're walking around, you hear this little and Ketsu points out that he's wearing his sister's bunny slippers that make the noise. I and you're completely like, oh, forgot about that. Duh. Yes, yes. And I'm sitting there going, okay, I get the slapstick. And then you realize you're like, oh my god, they weren't showing it. They weren't showing his feet at all while they were walking. Yeah, like yeah. it's just. I was wondering what that sound was, and I'm like, all right, maybe it's just. Did I miss something? Yeah. Maybe it's a exactly robot right following right. them. Yeah. I figured they were going to turn around. There's going to be some tiny little robot following them or something like something that. Something like, like that. Some sort of Eisen tech thing. And then they point out the fact it's that he's slippers. wearing bunny slippers. She gets back. He gets back to the shop. And she's like, where's my bunny slippers? Oh, my God. Look how dirty they are. You're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That I completely boring. forgot about that. <laughs> completely forgot about it. And so then uh, we see Karu in the hospital, and she's right. being visited by uh, Aizen. Right, right. And he is also now trying to figure out how to use the rock, paper, scissors on her. Right, and she's um, beating him, of course, beating of him. Of course, because she's the she's the best. best of the best. Of course. She is the, oh, I can't think of Stallone's name and over the top. <laughs> uh, I've only seen it twice. I yeah. really don't. Wow, that's it. twice more than me. Oh. But I just, <laughs> uh, I just watched uh, Creed this morning. Oh, so was it any good? Where were you? To? You saw him? I don't. It was on. Oh, the, the first one. Okay. Yeah, not not Creed two, the new one, the okay. original one. Wasn't okay. Bad. Wasn't yeah, bad. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Deadpool two last night. Oh, that was such I a enjoyed good. it. That was such a good. I can't watch it with my kids because of all the cursing. But, yeah. He was asleep on the couch, and I was like, I wonder if any all this is being taken in by osmosis. Oh, let's hope not, because all of a sudden, like you said, if it, he, Look, he's my kid. He's more than right. likely he's, he's heard it. <laughs> even even their creative swearing, yeah. he's heard it. But, yeah, so... Uh, but then you get more backstory on how the brothers grew up, right, and right, how right. they fight with each other, and how they make up, and blah, 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 blah. Yes. Like, okay, fine. Yep. And then Eisen is <coughs> Grigio Bone. Yep. And even he gets a full transformation scene. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this has got to be, they're doing this with a wink and a nod. 
Totally. I gotta hope because I'm getting tired of the transformation scenes. You're watching the wrong genre. I understand. <laughs> I, I understand it's a toy, <laughs> toy sales. I get it. But in this episode alone, there was three full transformations. Oh my god. And you know they don't drop them until like... Because let's figure out how long it took them to drop drop it in Jeed. It was forever. No, I know. I know. And they... I mean, when they get to the point where it's just quicks, quick moves, I'll be okay. Yeah. But now it's everything. Yes, right. it's sped up. But it's You're still getting everything. it all. You're still getting it all. It's wonderful. And I'm kind of hoping that when they do the recap episode, which has got to be coming up soon... Well, that's a good that question. they're going to drop it at least... Most of it, but I'm very afraid that they're not going. That to. is a good question. Uh, I wonder. I wonder when the when the uh, recap episode is. Well, probably around thirteen ish because that's yeah, when yeah. Like 13 that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. So. So I'm kind of hoping that they drop the transformation, <laughs> but I'm very afraid that they're not going to. Well, it depends on how much they're cramming into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what else can you do? True. True. And then, uh, so Katsu becomes Rosso. Again, another full transformation. <laughs> Fights Grigio. Hey, at least we didn't get one in the first show. He just shows up and fire kicks. Yeah, at least. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You're right. I give it that. They did have a transformation. They had a shot. Not both. They could have. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. That's true. That's true. But then Itsami gets Kuru out of the hospital, and Kuru convinces. Isami, that he can become an ultra. He does have the heart. He does have the will. And rah, rah, rah. Like she knows. Yeah. Bugs, bunny, bugs, bunny, rah, rah, rah. Exactly. And she knows. Like, she knows he's an ultra. Yeah. Like. And I'm going to guess that because she saw one of them throwing a fireball at the monster, that maybe that's how she knows. Because I don't know how else she would know. I didn't rewatch it, like, to see, like, oh, yeah, it's this. Yeah, it just somehow didn't make sense, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't remember. But then Isami becomes blue. Again, another full transformation. There you go. They start to fight Grigio. Then they swap their crystals. Of course. And yet another full transformation. For both of them at the same time. That's right. Bing, bang, boom, bomb. Bing, bang, boom, bomb. And don't forget, you got to put a crystal on the... Bloody slugger at some slugger point, too. And oh my god, please. Oh my god. I, I wonder if the guy who came up with the idea of like, hey, we could put crystals on the slugger, and they were all like, let's break for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Let we can sell more crystals because it'll go on the toy. We just have to build the toy a little differently. <sighs> oh my god, Kenji, you are a genius. Exactly. Let's all you know what? Lunch's on me, let's go. We're going out, fellas. <laughs> We're going out. It's gonna be great. Let's go. We're gonna we're going out on a high right now. We're hey. gonna go have lunch. We're gonna come back and when we're gonna woodshed. We're gonna figure woodshed this out. And then they still can't figure out how to beat Grigio until they figure out how to merge their beams right. into one circular stronger the beam. Corkscrew thing. Exactly. Yeah. And then that hits Grigio and blows him up. Right. Oh. God. Yeah, didn't they trap? Oh, they trapped him in a tornado. At one point. Yeah, but it didn't do anything. Right. 
than beat Grigio. The, the way they beat him is to merge their beams into one super duper strong right. and then that The Flame up. Aqua Hybrid Shoot. Yes, sure. I was just going to order that from Taco Bell. Do you remember when we were like, Spacium right, done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. We're you have to write all this nonsense. Hey, you know what he killed him with? Specium right. Specium right. Exactly. No, now we have all the many different ways of <coughs> let's write so all much. this nonsense down. There's so much. There really is. It's amazing. Oh, but yeah, definitely a great episode. Oh, absolutely. And then the, the girl, now that she's out of the hospital, she says, Oh, I did mine once. I have to go here. Wherever there is, Didn't because it? she has to go. I fight. could have sworn she said something like, "I'm going to Australia too," and I wanted I, I wanted to say it sounded like she was going to play rock paper scissors with Richard Branson. Well, she's going to play rock paper scissors <laughs> wherever it is because that's her reason for leaving. She's got to right. play everybody, and I guess that's just her life. Is she's a traveling rock paper scissor champion? Again, this is why this show is amazing <laughs> because nobody goes. How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> Not one person is like, hold the what now? Wait, wait, what? She does what now? Yeah. And that's her job. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about that, you guys. Um, I wanted to say I found out some information from our man in Japan, Koi, uh, Koi Toshi. The noise that we discussed on uh, episode three of uh, Rubu. Right. that I thought was associated with Shinto. It's actually a sound made in an actor, a sound made by an actor that often accompanies a mie that right. is a frozen pose struck by a kabuki actor ah. during a performance that is meant to spotlight their performance and is a signal for the audience to cheer them on. Ah, okay. So good news. If you want to use it as a ringtone, it is perfectly fine and not disrespectful. Right, you were worried that it might be disrespectful. In fact, as it is meant to get your attention, it's perfectly it would legal. be keeping in spirit with the Kabuki performance. I gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm pretty excited by that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pretty happy. So anyway, guys, we'll see you again in a week. Festival of Merriment 2 is coming soon. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. And um, we will talk to you soon. Sally Forsythe. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.